Welcome to the Heroes of Cosplay Sanctuary Podcast. This is your host, Scotty B. This week, we're going to be talking about avoiding cosplay politics. And right now, actually, I'm not sure when this will hit because I'm going to move a few things around. Usually, I'll give you an episode number before I start talking. But right now, uh, because of the way these are going to be recorded and because I will have some guests coming into the podcast very soon, uh, I want to make sure that I get those in first before some of these air so it might seem a little bit weird and when i go back i'll be like oh yeah i recorded that first i did want to get an episode in about the politics of cosplay because from what i've heard this is a relatively big hot topic what really are the cosplay politics what goes into becoming someone who is known for cosplay and what goes into all of that. I'm sure that at some point we will be able to talk to a few people about just that and about how there's this circle of perhaps, for lack of a better term, a circle of cosplayers who influence the politics, who sit on the boards, who sit on the panels, who have millions of followers. Certainly those aren't necessarily the people that I'm terribly interested in giving more exposure to through something like this podcast. But it's just very interesting to see how what they do and where they show up online becomes the standard or becomes the way that the entire industry moves because of what a very few amount of people are doing. So it's just, it's very interesting there are a few other things like it's almost like the law of the land with cosplay in some cases uh you know there are certain things that go into uh just unwritten rules about cosplay whether you make a costume or buy a costume or buy and then improve or how all of that fits together your level of followers your level of influence your patreon numbers what you do as a side job versus someone who goes around to all of the conventions, how you become known for something too. There's just, there's, there's a lot of different things going on. So hopefully I will be able to break this down uh, just a little bit without getting into politics myself. I don't generally drop any names when I cover subjects like this. I don't generally want to really get people involved um, or shout anyone out or anything like that. This is really just to, to talk about the subject and my position on it and really just how to work around it. So if you're new, I know I haven't really seen it a lot because I haven't been to a ton of conventions, but that there are people who circulate, there are people who uh, perhaps get a lot more attention than others. So it can be it can be very difficult. Uh, I would just assume that they do have other people working with them or for them, uh, that this is a huge engine for them, that they're really more like models than they are uh, necessarily cosplay makers, which is really the audience that I'm more interested in. So if you're somebody who makes or if you're somebody who's, uh, you know, a creative and you're in that space, and I'm sure that also sets off a nerve because the the larger, more popular cosplayers will be like, well, 
that's where I started. That's what I do. You know, I make all my own costumes. I do this. Like you're very mis- uninformed. You're very misinformed. Okay. So we're not going to go too far down that road. Um, but just a few things, particularly that at a certain point, if you go to conventions, it's becoming more and more that the expectation is that you wear a costume to the event, which is interesting because I'd say that still the majority of people that show up to conventions are just regular. Like they're just showing up in jeans and a t-shirt or whatever. They're there to experience the fandom. They're there with their families. They're there with groups of their friends and they're just going around and they're looking at the cosplayers as almost a form of entertainment that accents the convention. Not necessarily that they are there to be a part of the event in that capacity. I think that there is, at least on the political side of it, they really want you or that the feeling is that if you're not dressed up, that you're not appreciating it enough. So everybody experiences fandom at a different level and the how the how sort of the tribal mentality, how how the thought process is flowing through these events that more and more people are dressing up and that the industry is sort of really influencing these events more and more. And, you know, from my standpoint, that's that's marketing. So the more cosplayers you have and the more that it gets in your head that you need to go and buy costumes and buy more to support the industry, the more you're being influenced to dress up, the more you're spending. So that works to their advantage. But the other side of that, and even more politics, this even gets you know, uh, more into the, the fun side of things for me is that all these people cosplaying, they're all spending the money so that the bigger industries can make the money. So I remember seeing uh, some girls walk out of one uh, an event that I went to uh, with these huge boxes from Singer with these like industrial sewing machines. And it probably way more than you'd ever need to sew a costume uh, unless you were like doing like leather work or some like crazy difficult fabric. But I've worked for, um, you know, a company that's done a little over a million and a half dollars in industrial furniture, and they did not have a sewing machine as sophisticated as the ones that these girls were walking out of this convention with, probably a $2,000 sewing machine. And it's just crazy that the fandom and the politics reaches this level like, oh, you have to create, you have to use the best. It has to be the best. It has to be this. It has to be that. Not only do they dress up for it, but now they're investing a lot of their money. What really amounts to a hobby for a lot of people. It is one thing to want to try to create things so you can start an Etsy page, so you can start a Patreon, so you can start uh, you know, a brand and get into it. The reality is a lot of people start and try and fail and then get really upset that they got roped into all of that and they kind of got hoodwinked or swindled or whatever you want to call it going to these events and being sold to. But remember, at the heart of it, it is a convention. And where I come from, conventions are all about sales and selling. They circulate the brands. They circulate Marvel. They circulate DC. They circulate cosplay. That's the whole thing. It's it's almost a billion-dollar industry. Uh, all these cons that take place all over the United States every single year, but the um, the politics involved in gender bending and the politics involved in race with certain cosplays that I think that there is an, a thought 
people believe that they can only do certain cosplays. But you know what? It's for everybody. It doesn't really matter. At least, you know, here's here's me with my opinion now, and we're getting into the politics, so it's great. Uh, me thinking, it doesn't really matter, like, what you weigh, or how you look, or how tall you are, you know, because this isn't really modeling. This is you expressing fandom. So whoever you are, and however you want to dress up, however you want to express, however you want to express your cosplay, you should do what really resonates with you the things that you feel the strongest about so if you don't feel strong about it like oh well everybody's doing this so i'll do this so joker's really popular right now so i'll go out i'll run out i almost did this i'll I'll run out and i'll get a joker costume and i'll put this together but in inside of me i don't really feel that i'm not a joker cosplayer i'm not i like i don't and my the thought process that i went through was first, well, this is popular and it's mainstream, so I'll give it a try. Then I went down the road of, well, okay, so there's makeup, there's, you have to, hair, wig, like there's so many little different components, which is fine, I love doing that. It wasn't, like, nothing really appealed to me, like, it wasn't so much that, you know, the movie goes down that rabbit hole of, uh, these aren't really spoilers, but I think we're all relatively certain that the Joker is completely insane. Uh, so me saying that, you know, going down that road of insanity and trying to express that character really doesn't fit with me, but I did find one that did fit. So, uh, you know, going, going through that and like looking at that, but then changing my mind about what I thought I had to do versus what I actually ended up doing. So whatever you think you have to do, those are the politics that you work through, but you don't really have to. So you, you never, you never have to like say, well, I look like Storm, or I look like this person, or I look like that person, so those are the only cosplays I'm ever going to do. It might be a good place to start, and if it really is a character that means a lot to you, so that you do put all of your passion into that project, and you get something out of it, well, that's great. But there are a lot of unwritten rules about conduct, about what you can do and what you can't do, and I guess what I'm saying is to possibly challenge some of that. When you go out there, when you think about what you want to do, just pick the thing that you feel fits you the best. Don't worry about your Instagram following. Don't worry about your YouTube following. Don't worry about what people think about what you're doing because it's about you and it's your money. It's your time. You know, it's time that you're spending with your friends and it's time that you're really just escaping and it is, you know, a lot of it is escapism, uh, you know, that you're expressing yourself, that you're escaping from this sort of normalcy. Um, and it's fun. You know, you're there to have fun. It's not about proving something to these people who have millions of followers or viewers or brand deals, whatever the case may be. So another one of the things to look for or to possibly look to avoid with politics in cosplay is that once you do get a following or once you do have a voice are mindful of the opinions that you form mindful of what you've said prior uh, that you know you're speaking your truth that you're not just saying things to either agree or disagree with mainstream so if i talk about joker and yes it's uh, i haven't actually seen it i've i've read the read the reviews i've i've watched a few of the synopsis because 
Honestly, it's not a movie that I really wanted to go and see. So this isn't really a podcast about talking about mainstream anyways. There's plenty of other podcasts that do that. Uh, some that I really recommend. Uh, I won't mention them here again because we're talking about politics and I don't want to get mixed up in a political uh, you know, witch hunt, for lack of a better term. And talking about a bunch of uh, different folks that are out there doing some really great things uh, and getting kind of intermixed in all of that. And it's like, oh, well, this is just uh, grandstanding. No. Um, but there are a lot of people that do that. There are a lot of people who talk about mainstream and they'll go all over this and they'll talk about how great the actor was and how great the movie was. And it was. It was uh, It was unique. It was something that you could really feel. It was completely, you know, like I think uh, movies go really far these like right now, like more than they ever have in like really instead of just making you feel something like you have to really be disturbed. You have to be very negatively moved like you just you feel so unsettled by what's going on that you're compelled to watch and yeah you know really just it feel you know you do feel that um, but that you carry it with you or that it changes you in some way i don't know if i ever really need to go that far with anything that i watch in a movie anymore um but they did a really good job with it worth a you know it's it's it, it's worth the uh just all the work and that went into it in the midst of all of these other DC movies that possibly weren't so great, you know, let's talk about the Schneider cut for just a minute. Uh, the only thing that I will mention, like by name, like everybody wants to release the Snyder cut. It's like, but yeah, because the Snyder cut is actually just a much better version of Justice League, right? That's an opinion. Um, but you, you look at all the movies that they've released so far and then is just right in the middle of all of these is the Joker and it's a cinematic masterpiece as far as everyone's concerned. Like you, you can go anywhere and they're just like, Oh yeah, it was so good. Oscar nomination. Okay. So where was all of that in Suicide Squad? Where was all of that in Dawn of Justice? Where was, where was all of that? Where has that been Warner Brothers? Where, you know, that, so that, that's the road you can go down. Um, when you start talking about mainstream, like, like this was so, so, so good, but yes. And now less than six months later, you're going to come out with a kind of a sequel that doesn't even fit with any of what just went on. It's very confusing for audiences. So you don't want to do that. Like, don't be confusing. <laughs> don't be confusing. If you're going to express fandom, uh, get into the mainstream, like just try not to be as confusing as some of these movie studios are right now like they're just it's just confusion they, they make one really really great movie has nothing like it just doesn't fit in the universe at all of anything that they've done so far anything that they're going to do afterwards but it's like well we we just had to do it this way okay that's fine so there's there's an opinion about pop culture and uh, you know the 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 choices that get made you know even uh, even like spider-man uh being released from marvel and now coming back to marvel you know it's just like there's plenty of people who talk about that really avoiding politics with cosplay it's really easy for a while it's really easy for a while because i say that the more that you get media attention the more you get that dopamine hit the harder it is to walk away from it the more you're going to check your phone the more you're going to want to produce content because you're feeding that algorithm, you're feeding your audience, you are trying to give them what you think they want. The further it gets away from your truth, 
the more mainstream you have to continue to portray yourself, the more tired you're going to get. Your opinion on celebrity becomes something that your audience looks for, which makes you, I guess, an influencer, but it's probably not the way that I would think to go about it. So here's what I would say about some of the really good things that I do see with people who do avoid the politics. And uh, one of my favorite things is when I see the cosplayer become more well-known in space than the people who portray them on big screen. And honestly, in my opinion, there are some cosplayers that I will, or I would rather see content from, and I would, I will even tell them that, than I would to go and watch some of the movies because I just like the way that they do it better, or I just, I appreciate it more um, because of where it comes from versus any actor in that space who's getting paid. So I don't know if you get paid or not as a cosplayer. Some of the things that you do, some of the things on TikTok, some of the things on Instagram, on Vero, the things that I see, um, they're just more interesting, more diverse, more clever. They're more creative than some of the things that are produced at scale with so many more resources. Um, that That is one of the reasons why it becomes very interesting to me, but the the really hard thing to do is to work towards empowerment without being completely politicized. So those are my thoughts on the subject. Uh, I could probably talk and go on and on and on, talk in circles for a long time, but I'm going to cut myself off right here and say that I'm sure this is a topic that I will bring up or something that we can talk about with some of the people that will be on the show. Uh, just about how they deal with their fan base, how they deal with some of the prevailing opinions about cosplayers, about the industry, about movies or mainstream. Uh, and it'll be a lot of fun to continue to explore. So until next time, this is Scotty B. Thanks so much for listening.